Thank you for tuning in. This is a Normal Human Radio podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Normal Human Rewatch. Today, we watched Avatar The Last Airbender, the third episode of the series, The Southern Air Temple. Before we get into it, we we have a quick disclaimer. We were talking a little bit at the end of last episode about how some of the less, I guess, important episodes would be shorter. Uh, We've come to realize there's not that many unimportant episodes in Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, they really went hard on making sure every episode actually has some sort of impact on the series. So without further ado, let's jump into the synopsis. So we have two major storylines going on right now. We have Zuko and Team Avatar as the uh, primaries. So we'll start with Zuko's storyline because it's a little less important. Uh, but, you know, we, we don't want to limit its, its impact on the show. So Zuko and Iroh, after you know losing to the Avatar, they come across a major uh, villain of the series, a major antagonist, in recently promoted from captain to commander Zhao, who ends up being you know pretty important for Zuko's story arc and the Fire Nation's plan as a whole. They you know banter with each other. Zhao finds out that he found the Avatar, let him get away. Zhao keeps making fun of him you know, in front of Iroh, who's just enjoying his tea. Iroh's a very simple man. It ends up that Zuko and Zhao... Zuko challenges Zhao to an Agni Kai, which is a very important thing for firebenders. It's a proving ground, see who's better. And throughout this whole thing, we find out that Zuko has uh, has to capture the Avatar to return honor to his... To his name from his father the fire lord ozai and that zhao is none too impressed by the teenager so we find out that zuko got his scar from the last time he fought a firebending master and zhao is a firebending master so iroh wants him to focus on the basics which he calls out after he rages at him at first and almost gets almost loses right off jump street but zuko ends up returning to the basics and overcomes commander zal in an agni kai which prompts the iroh and zuko to leave and and go on their own way as we jump into team avatar's storyline we find out that Sokka, katara and ang all have arrived at the southern air temple and Sokka and katara are kind of wary they want to let ang know you know there's probably not what you're going to be expecting up there. There was literally a genocide of your entire race. Aang's not buying it. You know, you need a flying bison to get up there. So they uh, go on throughout the Southern Air Temple. They they start walking around. They, they see some things. They play some airball. Uh, Sokka's pretty hungry, which is a recurring theme. And they come across the sanctuary, which when they open it reveals that all the statues of the previous incarnations of the Avatar are there. And we meet Avatar Roku, uh, his statue, who is the predecessor to Aang, his kind of spiritual teacher, which we'll find out later, and a firebender. As uh, they're going through this, 
they hear something outside. It turns out to be a winged lemur. Sokka wants to eat it. Aang does not. He wants to keep it as a pet since there's not a whole lot of airbending things going around. And a race ensues through that, which leads them to Monk Yatso's, I guess, final stand. Where, yeah, that's what I would call it. Where, you know, there's plenty of Fire Nation soldiers left in, in some sort of losing array. But Aang comes across the now skeletalized remains of Monk Yatso. His teacher, um, ar- arguably his best friend up to that point. I would say so. And uh, it flings him into the Avatar state. Uh, but this isn't, you know, the Avatar state that he can control. It's an uncontrollable, you know, almost rage inside of him. Which is only quelled by Katara bringing up, you know, that they've all experienced loss and that they would need to end up working through it. So they end up adding a new teammate after, you know, this whole Avatar series in Momo. Momo. Who brings king. who brings fruit to Sokka and, and the team. And uh, Sokka allows him to join. But as we find out later, it's Momo and Sokka are best friends. Yeah. Mo- Momo is a great comic relief character throughout the series. He is, he is. He also has some, like, pretty important key moments. You know, he, he led them to Monkey Atso. That's the first one. There will Mo- be more. <laughs> and there's a lot more where Momo's accidental discovery of stuff ends up uh, moving along the storyline. Yeah. Um, so, I'm in my notes here for this episode, um, I always forget how, like, heavy this episode is. Um, yeah, it's the first real heavy episode. Yeah, it's it is uh, it's tough to watch, because um, like you, there's like subtle, not subtle, but like there's like hints that this is like has all gone south. Like everyone else knows it except for Ang, so like ha- him coming to that realization is like very tough. But teaches kids a valuable lesson about genocide and loss. Yeah. This is uh tough know. things to learn as a kid, but I mean, but the series touches on it. Yeah, you know? For sure. It it's not afraid to approach very adult subjects presented to kids. Yeah, which is which is a very like cool aspect of this show and like as the show goes on, there's more and more you know things that uh kids may experience or have to like learn about or deal with if it's tough so like having a a show that is geared toward them be able to teach them about some of these things is is very cool you know and as as innocent as it may seem as it like it's just a plot point it's still you know it's still a learning experience but we 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 do come across a lot of very important things in this episode we get to see iroh and his love of ginseng tea yeah iroh just throughout the entire series will continue to just be a king of like the simple pleasures in life Mm -hmm. it 
this this episode's also that very good building block episode. We find a, out a, like a significant amount more about the Fire Nation and their plans to take over the world, and knowing that the Earth Kingdom more or less is the last bastion of hope for all the other races and all the non-benders to not come under the rule of the Fire Nation. And we we kind of get a step up. You know, we met Zuko and Iroh first. Now we're meeting another uh, major character in the Fire Nation, which is Commander and later Admiral Zhao. So the storytelling where it, 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 it hits you with a lot of information, but it does it well, and it reiterates the important things over and over again. So those never leave the front of your mind when you're watching this show. Yeah, and you're getting more and more backstory on these characters. Like, you get a little bit more info on Zuko, but not a ton. You get, you know, to see more of how Aang grew up and how Aang was raised and, yeah, you, you get know, that, some of the people that he was with. You get that uh, flashback to him in the uh, in the Southern Air Temple training with Monk Gyatso. Yeah, and making making pies and throwing them at the other monks. Yep, it, it it's it seemed fun. Being an airbender seemed fun. Yeah, man, airball looks tight. I, I wrote that in my notes as well. Do you think you'd be good at airball? I think I feel like I would be. Do you think I wh- I'm pretty good at sports? I'm just small, so didn't really go anywhere. Do, do you think you'd be an airbender or a waterbender? I for sure think I would be a waterbender. Okay. I think that would be... That's definitely what I would pick. I feel like I'm pretty good with the flow. I think I think waterbender would probably be where I ended up. Um, I think I'd be... You know, I used to think I, would, I might be a firebender, but I think I'd actually probably be an earthbender. Yeah, I can see it. We actually end up, um, so they're actually moving through the world as well. So we started in what is essentially the South Pole. We moved up to the Southern Air Temples. And we're about to move into the Earth Kingdom with the next episode. Uh, Just to give a quick preview of that, which is something I wanted to start doing. Which is called the Warriors of Kyoshi. Yeah. Which is um, one of the southernmost Earth Nation settlements, or islands or city or whatever it is uh did you have any other notes on this this episode not not too much other than just like i think it's a i think it's a very good episode um very well written and uh you don't realize how much doesn't really pull punches yeah and also they squeezed a lot into the episode it was almost you know you're constantly been being hit with new information yeah it really teaches you about the characters as well like they they're constantly developing these characters uh, so, in clo- what would you? I, I wanted to start doing another thing. Okay. Um, where we start giving our ratings for this episode. So, how many stars out of ten would you give this episode? Um, honestly, it's a really good episode. It's not one of my favorite episodes. Um, I'd give it like a probably like a six and a half or a seven. Okay. I think with the rating, like, anything above three stars means it was worth the watch. Okay. Anything above, like, five stars means it it was an exceptional episode. 
So I we could actually do the first want to do it out two of five? episodes. <laughs> no, out of five is no fun, dude. Every, everything's out of five stars. I want it out of ten stars. All right. I would give this episode a six, and I would I would probably give the first couple episodes a five or a six as well. Yeah, I don't think they're getting above a five or a six, but I. I mean, this one, I, I'll stick with six and a half. I think this is actually this is a really good episode. All right, so there you guys have it. Uh, we are looking forward to tomorrow's episode, which is the Warriors of Kyoshi. Uh, one of my, I mean, there's a lot of episodes that I'm, I'm going to end up calling my favorite, but it is one of my favorite episodes. This introduces one of my favorite groups. I'll put it that way. I have, I have a lot of notes on next episode. You'd love the Onagi. <laughs> <laughs> I have some also, notes on in- the Onagi. It also notes. introduces um, the fact that there just are massive animals in this world. Oh, for sure. For sure. But again, it is a fantasy world. Uh, again, if you want to keep up with us, we will be talking about the Warriors of Kyoshi tomorrow. So if you want to watch the episode before then and then jump in, listen to us, that would be awesome and recommended. If you want to follow us and see what we're up to, you can follow Jack at jdaws127 on the Twitter. You can follow me at radio underscore normal, where you can see everything that's going on with the normal human radio content. Maybe maybe one of these days our website will be up. Maybe. Hopefully it's, already up. Hopefully it's already up when this episode comes out, because next week we is actually Memorial Day weekend. Uh, upcoming, so I'm hoping to get it done then. But we'll see. We'll see. Thank you guys all so much for listening. Check out our website at normalhumanradio.com. See what else we got going on. We have another podcast up there called Bracketeers. You might enjoy that if you like to hear us argue, which we don't really do much during this episode, but we do in those. Um, And we also have some people on Twitch, so you can go check them out as well. Thank you guys all so much for listening, and peace.